0: For those who know me, and I've also mentioned it on the podcast, but I spent some years living abroad in both Spain and Belgium. Those were some great years, but I also had some not-so-amazing moments during those years. But altogether, it came together and made experiences that I enjoy sharing with others. And that was the idea behind this series, Moving Abroad, different guests each episode sharing their experiences and advice that they have for those wanting to give it a go so finish whatever work you have grab a drink get comfortable and join us on this conversation You're listening to the Moving Aboard series here on I Just Finished Work podcast, where I have joining with me, Piero. Hey, Piero. Hello.
1: Hello. Hi. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so thank you for joining me on uh, this series of Moving Aboard. Uh, tell the listeners where you're from.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, I'm from Italy. Where in Italy. Uh, I'm in Italy, from the south of Italy. It's a city called the Matera, which is in the middle between um, uh, yes, between Naples and the Bari. So yes, near the if you imagine Italy like a, like a boot, I'm um, near mm-hmm. the heel of the boot, let's say.
0: Ah, okay, the famous boot. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <on> the hill. <laughs> And
0: yes, and and where do you live now?
1: Uh, at the moment, I live um, in a small village which is called the Sutton Coldfield, which is uh, just outside Birmingham. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's part of Birmingham. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so you have to tell us how did you get from Matera, you said, in Italy, yeah. to to Birmingham?
1: Oh, yes, that's a long uh, story, a long journey, I mean, let's say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, I studied the psychology in uh, Rome, um, in Italy. I mean, actually, in the, after I graduated, in order to qualify as a, um, as a psychologist, let's say, you have to make mm-hmm. a one-year placement. And um, I did the six months in Italy following my degree and also six months in London um, okay. when I was, um, when I've been living, we're talking about actually 2012 so i did my placement in london and then i had to move back to italy to make an examination after the placement Uh, and um Mm -hmm. but there was also the possibility actually uh, to go back to what i was doing the placement so doing some sort of research i mean on um, patients uh, uh, for mental health by And uh, so I did apply for uh, an Italian um, uh, fund, I mean, actually, an Italian fund, I mean, actually to go back into the UK and uh, rejoin the team in London, where Mm -hmm. we used to work at the time. Um, So... So basically, my story, I mean, started, I mean, with a, a placement. I mean, actually in um, uh, in London. I mean, but uh, after that, after having a second placement with uh, the Fund for Italy, I probably realized that uh, there were much more opportunities in order to develop my career in mental health in the UK. Mm-hmm. So um, I applied for a few jobs. I remember when I finished also the placement with the Fund, and uh, eventually I got uh, a job. I mean, at um, in London as a... Uh, as a support worker. I mean, and, um, following that, I mean, I qualified, I mean, um, um I did like a postgraduate degree. I mean, actually in, um, in London or us uh, And, um, Following, I mean, but I was uh, contracted only for one year. So, on the other hand, I just wanted because I saw only one side. I mean, actually, of the UK. I mean, um, London, Mm -hmm. which, um, as we know, I mean, is very multicultural. So, it doesn't really give you an idea of British culture, what it is like uh, Mm -hmm. in London. So, but I I decided, I mean, to apply in more places, uh, more places. I mean, within the within the UK, mainly England. I mean, anyway, and um, Mm -hmm. also because um, at the time, I mean, actually, my partner, my and partner maria i mean she was um, uh living up ab- she was living abroad so anyway i had to choose a place where uh, possibly when she would come to the uk there would be a job for her because of uh, the type of job that she does probably she would not um, not found i mean actually a job in a very small village or in a small city so that's mm-hmm. why i applied mainly for uh, cities like birmingham manchester and eventually got. Um, This job in a a town, actually, which is in Staffordshire, which is called um, Tamworth, which is just outside of Birmingham. And um, basically, that's that's very brief. I mean, actually, my story, how from uh, Matera, I got to to, to Birmingham. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, So when
0: when was that?
1: When when I moved to Birmingham, you mean? yeah okay and Birmingham moved in it was in autumn 2017 actually
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay so before you actually came to Birmingham because you said you were in London before um had you been here before
1: Uh, to Birmingham City yes I did actually I had a job interview I mean in Birmingham uh, uh, in 2015 actually, which was Mm -hmm. not very successful, let's say. I mean, actually, so um, I just continued staying in London. But after that, I mean, I went back. I I came here a few times, actually, to Birmingham.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And how about before even going to London in the first place for the placement? Had you been to the UK before?
1: Oh, to the UK? Yes, I, I've been actually a few times. When I was like um, 10 years old, I mean, I came the first time with my family. Actually, we, we went for a family trip in Paris. Uh, and at the time, there were the first kind of trains. I mean, actually, but, uh, we're going through the Channel. So we just took a train one day and we went to London. And after that, I mean, actually, I came back uh, first. I mean, actually, when I was 15 years old, we, um, I kind of organized a trip from Italy so it was really nice I mean actually because uh, we were in a kind of college so in the morning I mean actually studying English and in the afternoon uh, we were just um, hanging around I mean do, do things I mean actually 15 years old people do yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <Yes>.
0: <laughs> so I guess did you have much of a culture shock when you first decided to come here and to settle
1: um when i first came here not really i mean a culture shock probably i had more a culture shock i mean probably if we wanted to use this word i mean actually when uh, mm-hmm. i moved to birmingham in 2017 because when i arrived to london i remember i mean the uh, i came here as i said i mean to do a placement and my boss was uh, italian as well also i mean the person who was responsible i mean to uh, deal with um getting me uh, oriented I into mean, the service I was working for I was another Italian guy so I was mm-hmm. uh, let's say in my comfort zone I mean um, almost 90% of the time speaking Italian with other people hanging around with it, uh, hanging around with uh, Italian people and then uh, and then of course I mean having uh, doing my duties I mean which uh, I had to speak English so mm-hmm. um, But uh, with regards to the the life, I mean, probably in London, because uh, as we know, it's a very multicultural city. I mean, actually, so you can find, I mean, uh, actually what I would say is that uh, the risk, the long-term risk in London is that uh, you just lose the sense of yourself if you know what I mean mm-hmm. because um there is much, uh, of, uh, but it's not much in like terms of a but it's not like it is multicultural so it is a very good experience but I would definitely recommend it 21 but long term I mean probably is not probably the best if you want to also I mean to know the culture of the place if you know what I mean
0: yeah no that's a that's a good point but when it comes to like the English language now did you yeah. learn that in school back in Italy
1: oh yes I did actually yes I did study English I mean in Italy since primary school mm-hmm. um, but um, it is the way of uh, teaching English is different first of all because the teachers are not mother tongue English speakers yeah. I mean, of course mm-hmm. and also it is very studied based I mean so for example like uh, my homework was going home I mean and studying how do you do the past perfect how do you do the present perfect uh, and uh, so we were happier uh, how do you do the past of the verb um, to have i have mm-hmm. something
0: <laughs> it, <it's> probably,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean difficult also i mean all the movies i mean we are uh, kind of uh, translating in italian uh, so um, yeah. it was very difficult i mean probably trying to understand the people at the very beginning i mean actually over and speaking itself
0: yeah because i i I do know that sometimes when you learn English in school yeah. in a non-English-speaking country, it can be quite a shock when you then go to an English-speaking country and it's like the English is different. Oh, <laughs> <sometimes>. yeah. <laughs> no,
1: no, it's, uh, it's completely different. I, I, had, I have to say that probably the fact that I was in London, I mean, at the very beginning, just uh, hanging around with Italian people and with uh, other people that uh, were not Italians, but uh, mm-hmm. they were using English as a second language probably was helpful <laughs> at the very beginning.
0: Do you think that helped you to settle more, Um, having friends who English wasn't their first language? They also had like a similar experience to you coming over here?
1: Oh, yes, it did. Definitely, I would say that it did help me. Um, because, um, of course, I mean, actually, that was the sense of togetherness. that so We were, uh, everybody, yeah. I mean, actually in the same kind of uh, situation. So everybody trying to settle in, we were uh, helping each other and supporting each other. Probably hanging around too much with Italian people can be a bit toxic, <laughs> let's say. Not because I don't like Italian people, but of course, if yeah. you're going abroad and you wanted to do something uh, and you want to learn the languages in other culture, maybe it's not the most helpful thing in the longer term, but in the shorter exactly. term, yes, it definitely was helpful.
0: Yes. So, okay. So moving over here, was that your first time moving abroad?
1: uh moving abroad was not not actually the first time because uh well i've been uh, for two months in ireland after my graduation mm-hmm. between my graduation and um, the beginning of my placement in rome yes i've been for two months in ireland which is the place uh, i met my girl, my partner maria i mean mm-hmm. actually
0: so okay during those moves then what would you say was the point where you were like oh my god this is so difficult like it was like the lowest Time <laughs> and you're probably okay. considering, why go back to Italy?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yes, it's like um. Probably, I'd say. I mean, actually, if I had to say what was the lowest time, actually, is when I moved to Birmingham. Again, not because oh. I've got anything against Birmingham I mean, or um, or uh, anyone, but uh, because you know, as as I was saying before, I mean, actually, I got used to, to a different kind of reality. I mean, actually, been around, uh, um, been around uh, all uh, people of uh, my age that were in the same kind of experience uh, and um. Mm-hmm we were in the same situation we had the same experience we were uh, helping each other i remember i was sharing a flat with uh, eight people i mean actually from different cultures and uh, there was a lot i mean of um organizing parties in the night it's like living a second adolescence when i was almost 30 years old i mean actually <laughs> <laughs> at the time <laughs> but um so when i had to move to birmingham it was like a shock not so much for birmingham itself but because there were a lot of changes i mean in our life it was the perspective i mean actually of a, uh, yeah. renting a flat on your own starting to build something serious i mean with my partner as well and I started to think um, and uh, taking a full-time job also because the other thing is that when i was in london i was working part-time often traveling to italy to complete a course in psychotherapy and mm-hmm. um on the other hand, I mean, actually, also, it was, I was was feeling a bit isolated. I mean, actually, probably when I first moved to Birmingham. But also because, I mean, all of what I had, I mean, actually, was work. Worker colleagues, which are basically one of the nicest, the nicest people I've ever, almost the nicest people I've ever met in my life. However, mm-hmm. because, I mean, they were British, I mean, actually, and they were working in Tamworth, but coming from different place is hundreds, not hundreds, but 50-60 uh, miles away. Um, mm-hmm. They had their own family and kids, so their priority actually was just rushing home, I mean, after work. So I just missed I mean, a bit of the kind of things that I was doing in London, like having a beer with their colleagues, I mean, after work and yeah. um, these things. So,
0: How did you deal with that while you were over here, with the isolation?
1: With the isolation, I mean, it didn't last, I mean, very long. First, because I started, I mean, to make a connection. I mean, actually, probably the first, probably, yes, what we can say, I mean, what I did well and probably what I did less well. Because at the very beginning, I mean, actually, I was kind of getting used, I mean, to be isolated. I mean, actually, and just having my own life, going to work. I go back home, watching things, sleeping, and going to work. But after a while, I mean, I realized that it was not very helpful. I mean, and I started, I mean, actually, to... Um, meet other people, like for example, joining uh, groups. I mean, on the internet, uh, groups. Um, I met a group, I mean, of um, Italian people. I mean, actually, it was like a, an exchanging, la- an exchanging language place, uh, which is actually the same place where I met uh, my partner. Not because I wanted to find another partner. I mean, of course, <laughs> from, from Maria's away. I mean, so <laughs> she can't hear. <laughs> But uh, just because I just felt the need, I mean, actually, to have more friends, I mean, actually, so yeah. probably, it was the best of things. I mean, uh, uh, because it is always useful, actually, having points of contact. Uh, I mean, actually, but on the other hand, I was often commuting to London to meet um, the other, the people from the other life, let's say, metaphorically. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And how about because I have spoken to some who said in the beginning it was kind of hard to. Not just to settle, but for example, to open a bank account, to get like an NI number, to do things like that. How was that for you?
1: Uh, for me, I have to say probably because, I mean, actually I came here when probably the word Brexit was, uh, <laughs> the idea of Brexit was not around, so things, I mean, were slightly easier. That's just an assumption, I'm <laughs> aware, but uh, um, on the other hand, I mean, things I mean, have been easier for me because uh, I remember, I mean, actually when I went to, in 2012, I mean, actually I just went to Barclays to open my bank account because, uh, just because, I mean, a friend of mine I mean, uh, had a bank account with Barclays, but uh, I do remember, I mean, actually uh, I just, like, I didn't really need, I mean, a bank account because uh, anyway, was not paid. I was like a, a volunteer placement, but uh, just, oh, let's make this experience of opening a bank account. <laughs> the experience <laughs> of opening
0: a bank account.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the kind of experience, yes, but I would recommend, I mean, as well to other people, I mean, to do it, I mean, anyway. But uh, on the other hand, I mean, I remember I went there, just a couple of documents, a passport and um, Things and I remember, I mean, back then I said, okay, but I don't really need it. But actually, the guy, I mean, from the bank was chasing me. Whereas now, I mean, uh, the situation is very different because, um, I mean, actually, you need the proof of address and everything. So I could see also with Maria, it was very difficult, Maria, my my partner, I mean, it was very difficult for her to open a bank account. Other things the national insurance number i mean as well i mean uh, uh, i can say from my side i mean but it was a quite a straightforward process i mean i have to say a big thank you i mean actually for all the people i mean but um, i first met when i arrived to london who really helped me to understand what i needed to do and uh, the processes but um uh, but i have to say that uh, in my road in my journey i mean i always find i mean very helpful people but um but i has uh, in offices and uh, things that help me to settle in and. Uh, not to feel unwelcome, let's say.
0: Mm-hmm. Was there ever a point during these this time that you've been here that you thought, okay, I think this is too much, maybe I need to move back to Italy or maybe to another country?
1: Mm. Well, yes, there was. I mean, actually, it's a, a point. And uh, again, I mean, it was... Um, I think it was a. Uh, we we're talking about the the time when uh, I I ended my I finished my placement uh, because again the diff- probably yes I mean if you want to find about the difficult things was finding a job I mean very difficult because mm-hmm. I had to get used to the idea um, of for example writing a supportive statement writing a letter and um, answering specific questions during job interviews and you know i was mm-hmm. um, always a very mindful i mean i'm very anxious i mean actually so the very first interviews were not very helpful and i actually went back to italy eventually now that I think about it was like in um, summer 2014 um, it was like I had a break of a couple of months because it was very difficult to find a new job because uh, no one would recognize my Italian qualification the job I applied mm-hmm. for I mean actually I rejected it so the idea to make an unqualified job didn't attract me very very much because um, anyway I had some studies behind so what happened after that I mean actually so that um, okay I had this experience and uh, with all the pros and cons I mean actually more pros than cons i mean i would say because i met fantastic people i mean when i was working in london anyway um, and so i went back to italy and um i remember i mean just after one month someone who interviewed me interviewed me previously like in june said that the person i mean actually the, the person i mean that they decided to hire instead of me had uh, to resign. So actually, they asked me if I was uh, still interested in, interested in the position. I yeah. was so, you know what, uh, why not? I mean, actually, so I to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, pack everything, come back here. And um, and since then, I, I never had any problems in employment. Actually, uh, it's a bit sad to say, but my last uh, break, which was not an annual leave, more than 10 days, I mean, actually, it was was uh, summer 2014. <laughs> never got a break more than... <laughs> I'm dreaming about... Uh, I'm going to have a break of three weeks now throughout Christmas because I'm changing my um, kind of um, position. I mean, but uh, that would be my longest break since 2014.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's> necessary. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but even <laughs> when you uh, think about, like, your best, moment in the, best moments in the UK, what was, like, one of the times that you can think back and you think, you know, wow, I probably wouldn't have experienced that if I wasn't here. Mm,
1: yeah, the best moment in this way was... Um, I think it was actually when I came back I mean in 2014 so in September 2014 because what happened I started to work actually and it was a very kind of emotionally draining I mean job but uh, it was, mm. In terms of, I mean, of experience, I mean, that gave you... First of all, I mean, it was my very first contact, actually, one-to-one with uh, British people. I mean, let's say both of patients and staff because, as I said before mm-hmm. in previous jobs, I was working in Italian team, uh, rarely speaking to clients uh, and other things. And I could see, I mean... Um, uh, and that was, uh, yes, I mean, it would be too long. I mean, to explain, it, probably that was my b- best moment, but also because that was work wise. I mean, it was a really a job that uh, I used to enjoy and uh, gave me a lot in terms of uh, personal experience, but also professional skills. Um, yeah. On the other hand, I mean, also regarding home life, uh, I mean, actually, that was the time, actually, which uh, I was in before but uh, I was living my second adolescence at a 28 yeah. years so <laughs> old. I mean, actually. <laughs> Because um, because I met also fantastic people, I mean, actually in the house, I mean, I was sharing. Then because I had to move, I mean, away to Birmingham, so I had to say goodbye, which was a bit sad, but um, like all the things, I mean, I have got an end, I mean, at the end. So, but one serious question, yes, but definitely probably was the moment, the year when I come back here in 2014.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, as you're here, do you see yourself, like, here within, like, the, the long term? Is, is Birmingham or even the UK somewhere that you would like to to stay? Mm,
1: that's a very good question. I mean, actually, yes, which uh, probably if we think about very long term, to be honest, um, I can't see really myself, I mean, uh, dying in the UK, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, retiring, I mean, and uh, spending my life, I mean, uh, as an elderly person I mean, in the UK, but um, in mm-hmm. the, um, not uh, so much because well you never know I mean at this stage I mean I'm still quite far I mean from retirement I mean actually but fortune and unfortunately but on the other hand I mean at the moment yes I prefer I mean a bit more in a kind of a place I mean where there is a nicer weather I mean actually when when I get older but at the moment in the longer term yes I do see myself growing in the UK and I see myself also in Birmingham because at the end of the day I mean it's not the um, nicest city in the world in terms of he uh, doesn't have the same architecture and the history and arts I mean that an Italian city has got but on the other mm-hmm. hand I mean it is uh, I believe that it's a middle ground between actually what it is uh, the chaos I mean of a city like London and uh, the lack of services that you can find in a small town in the middle of the peak district for example beautiful mm-hmm. places and spots depict district, but uh, you don't have internet connection anywhere, <laughs> which nowadays is very important. Uh, so yeah. Birmingham is a, is, a, is a good middle ground between these two. Um, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: How do you how do you cope with um, missing your family back in Italy?
1: Yeah, um, whatever, yeah whatever I say, at the very beginning it was not a problem because I was working part-time, I had to commute quite a lot to Italy, but the more the time, especially now, I mean, during the pandemic, which you're making a travel, I mean, it's always like uh, you have to self-isolate when you're back. Um, yeah, so it was harder. I mean, actually, I didn't miss much at the beginning. It was harder at the beginning when I moved to Birmingham. I mean, again, because uh, my job was completely full-time, so I couldn't just take a flight on Saturday morning and come back on Sunday night. I mean, here.
0: Yeah.
1: So I had to see them, like, uh, every few or four months. Um, it is uh, – we keep in touch. I mean, actually, always uh, over the phone, on social, on, um, on Skype. I mean, actually, in this uh, kind of thing. So it looks like I – mean, sometimes they do come, I mean, as well, my parents. Uh, and also, I mean, my brother, I got a brother who lives in Amsterdam and, you know, from Birmingham, it's like a 30 minutes okay. flight. I used to, before the pandemic, I mean, of course, I used to travel quite often there. Mm-hmm. So I never had, I mean, a uh, big feeling of missing, I mean, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, and also you're, you're quite lucky as you have, you do have your partner Maria.
1: Um, yeah. I guess
0: for someone who is like completely alone. Um, they would feel a bit different um, about that. But would you have any advice for anyone who maybe is wants to move away, leave their home country, and go to another country?
1: Mm, yes, absolutely, yes. What I would say I mean, uh, to other people, I mean, first of all, it's like... Um, uh, building their, their support network. I mean, as soon as they get to yeah. the country, I mean, actually that's the most important thing. However, I mean, uh, as I said before, I mean, it is uh, very very helpful. I mean, having uh, someone, I mean, uh, that speaks the, your same language, uh, that comes of your s- cultural background, at the very beginning. I mean, to get used. Uh, um, however, I mean, on the other hand, uh, I would say, I mean, to be those people be open minded and explore mm-hmm. any possible uh, ideas of the country, because. Uh, the risk uh, is that actually, if um, you end up like uh, myself, I mean, speaking still after a lot of years in the UK, and speaking with a, a very strong Italian accent, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a, which is not, a, <laughs> which is why probably I would. Um, uh, and anyway, I mean, so probably yes, I would, um, I would advise. I mean, actually, just uh, to try to join as much as possible the culture of the place. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. actually, as well. And uh, being, uh, living, leaving aside also stereotypes. I mean, there are a lot of stereotypes stereotypes about the British people. I mean, that uh, we all know. But uh, sometimes if you just listen to stereotypes, you're not e- able to say the difference between uh, John and Tom, for example. I mean, actually, mm-hmm. because we're just uh, British, so this is uh, your label. <laughs> i mean, I'm so, curious, what, what stereotype? Name
0: me one that you had.
1: Mm. Uh, if we think about, I mean, not about... Uh, think about some British people are fake. I mean, let's say, for example, it's a negative stereotype that I've heard from um, different people from abroad. But sometimes what I believe is that first of all, everybody's different. And sometimes, I mean, uh, because of uh, your different cultural background, I mean, actually so sometimes it's easy uh, to confuse politeness with being fake uh, somehow. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes,
1: it's like um, mm, so this uh, is a negative uh, you know, stereotype. I mean, actually, also, I mean, um, British people, I mean, uh, they don't like cooking, they just eat crappy food. <laughs> I a <laughs> like I'd have heard. Which is partially true, to be honest. I go to work I mean, every day, I don't want to cry when I see my colleagues stop their with... <laughs> 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 Like, a, <laughs> the highest oh, I've ever done. <laughs> Been some toast. Mm, anyway, <laughs>
0: How was that for you An Italian coming over And how did you get used to the food I mean luckily over here in the supermarket We have like some Italian things
1: Exactly. That's the things why I don't understand why a lot of people complain about the food. Because you can buy you can buy everything, and you can cook yourself. I mean, actually, also if you go to a restaurant, that's plenty with restaurants. I mean, wherever you go, yeah. I mean, and uh, so that's why I mean, I, didn't, I never had any problems of this. And uh, and anyway, I mean, if we think about British colour, there are a lot of things very good, like the Cornish pastries, uh, the mm-hmm. fish and chips, uh, the chips without fish. Or, um, <laughs> <et cetera. What? laughs> fish and chip just running out of bin <laughs> of foods but um, there are certain things but they're really good <laughs> <in> actually <laughs> that's
0: so funny how um one last thing when it came to when you came over and you you said you had quite a few of italian friends mm. um how important was that for you even though you wanted to speak in english but you know you would revert to speaking italian with them how important was it for you to have that kind of italian culture here in the uk to have those friends those italian friends that you could relate to
1: um it was quite important i mean even if i didn't want to admit it to myself because of course i, I just pack my luggage so i just want to bear, speak only english and everything so, but uh, that is good i mean actually if you're here only for um, a few months but uh, still i mean you need a kind of point of contact because sometimes okay. i mean we um, got to roots so uh so I would say yes, but on a scale from zero to ten, it was important uh, six or seven. I mean, let's say because um, still, despite I mean, um, now I got used. I mean, of course, but sometimes I mean, you just need a, a point of contact. I mean, from your own country, especially Definitely. at the very beginning when um, when you want to settle in. Yeah,
0: no, it's so true. That's so true. Well, thank you so much, Piero, for joining me on I just finished work podcast. How has it been for you? Sorry. How has it been for you?
1: Oh, yes, it's been great. Thanks, Risha. I was wondering, mm-hmm. actually, what sort of questions are going to be asked. Oh, my God, should I study before this interview? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so funny.
1: <laughs>
0: Did you do any studying for this interview?
1: Oh, yes, finally, yes. And No, it's Friday night. I can just go and celebrate at the end of the study, and the, the exam. <laughs> well, as I was saying before, I mean, actually, because I had, like, a kind of traumas i mean about the jobs interviews and things so <laughs> oh my for, god
0: uh... i hope this wasn't traumatic
1: yeah thanks <laughs> for not being traumatic <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so good to hear that's great feedback actually for myself yes. <laughs> for not being so traumatic. um and also you mentioned um uh, to me before that you don't mind giving out your socials to people who maybe want to get in contact and speak more about experiences or anything
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, my social contact. I mean, um, I, myself, I mean, Facebook probably would be the best one. And, um, and uh, they can find me like um, Piero Moliterni, which um, uh, it is. Um, okay, this is uh, Papa India Eco Romeo Oscar. This is my first name, Piero. And mm-hmm. uh, my surname is um, Mother Oscar Lima India Tango Eco Romeo november india uh, piero moliterni
0: okay i love how people can do that i always get stuck when i think of what word
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. That's> amazing.
0: <laughs> thank you so much uh, piero for joining me so you've been listening to the moving aboard series italy to the uk with piero remember to go to i just finished work on instagram and at ijfw podcast on twitter and follow if you haven't already and share any comments and thoughts and questions that you have for future episodes make sure you share this with your family and friends and we'll see you on the next episode